You're listening in to Talking Ish, a podcast amongst friends, where we wax politically, philosophically, and humorously at all things life. Talking Ish is a part of the TSWN Media Network. I am. I have not gone to Essence Festival since. Oh man, it's been. What are we in? Twenty twenty? Is it twenty twenty? Twenty twenty two. It's all a blur to me. Twenty twenty two. Okay, so I have <laughs> yes. not been to Essence since. Oh man, I would say twenty fourteen. Oh wow. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, because Prince played, I believe, in twenty. 15 because he passed away mm. in 2016 mm. and oh, i did not go that that's the one i miss i really mm. wanted to see what uh prince play at essence festival that was the one but he didn't do a lot of festivals right no prince so was, was like special yeah main tour run through and this was around the time prince was basically calling the uh industry as as well as a lot of white folks in the industry on their shit and mm-hmm. he was having a renaissance because he had what uh three-eyed girl was the new band that was all women it was like a full 100 percent female band he was doing this I, thing i love prince but i couldn't get into some of his newer stuff so i'm yeah, like some of the i'm newer not stuff so was far like, back to purple rain but i'm i'm back in the uh beginning of the new power generation okay that's so kind of where i stopped okay so probably with diamonds and pearls uh yes when he was with my tay that's when i was a yeah. big fan i mean i was okay, a big yeah, fan yeah. since i'm little since purple rain of course and then i went back right and got controversy and <laughs> and all that and parade is my favorite album 1999 okay See what which one had the um the original version of I feel for you. I was think that, that was controversy. Was that controversy? Cuz was it oh controversy? No, his first album one. wasn't it called Prince? Uh, it I was self-titled, his... I believe. It might have been. Oh, and what I was then. trying to tell you is move your mic down just a little bit. Oh, um, move it down. I thought you meant turn you, it down. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, move it down. Is, um Is it okay? So, yeah. 100% sorry about that um but it's that album that's the first album I remember because that was one of the albums my dad had mm. and I remember the controversy album 1999 the Purple Rain soundtrack is like for me just... that is Prince at his Prince Leas I guess I feel like that was high but, school that was he peaked and he was like the captain of the uh-huh. All, like all american football basketball baseball wrestling champ i mean <laughs> was that that moment girl that was his moment <laughs> he had let, and then i feel like his letterman jacket that, was full of patches yeah yeah and i he feel just, like after that he was like uh-huh. going for his phd and oh okay i thought you was about to say well after that i just figured like he turned into the jeff that ran the gas station down the block <laughs> Could no, never go still, into the pro. <laughs> I was still rocking with him. The last album he did with the with the revolution was Parade, and I think that's yeah. why it's so special to uh-huh. me. And then, then that's yeah, that was he, the, that was the sign off. Yeah, that's when he did that horrible movie, but I still liked it because of the way it was shot. Which was a uh, Graffiti Bridge? Under, no, Under the Cherry Moon. Oh, Under the Cherry Moon. Second oh, movie. Nope. Oh yeah, with the with the amazing joke, record store. 
Yeah. Hey, guys, yes, you going to the record store? store? Yes. Oh, my goodness. But before we talk about going to that record store, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all new episode of the Talking Shit Podcast, which we like to deem a podcast amongst friends. I am your habitual shit talker, Anthony Sterling, a.k.a. your friendly neighborhood super Negro. And joining me this episode is the lovely Miss Rhea Anderson. Hello, Rhea. How are you? Look at you, Hi. all sunshine and rainbows, full of smiles. <laughs> it is us. It is the dynamic duo today. Um, yes. Britt Brit has a migraine. Yeah. Uh, Melissa is shaking Brit her ass at the essence fest. Oh, that, you see, I was going to go there, but I did not want to do that. <laughs> um, Britt is out sick. Melissa is shaking her tuchus at the um, Essence Festival in New Orleans. Yeah, uh, Gadir is out on the assignment and so it is I and the lovely Rhea. So we will be tickling your ear pussies for the next, <laughs> hopefully, hour uh, with Whoa. some fun stories. La 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 la, let it ring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, whereas we usually say in the, on this here podcast that we wax, well, we wax politically, hilariously, politically, blah, 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 blah. You, you know the drill. We, I say it in the intro before the show. I don't think I need to keep saying it. So thank y'all and welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, if it's your first episode, welcome big time. Thank you for joining yeah. us. We hope you enjoy the episode as well as future episodes and past episodes. So if it is your first time, make sure you follow the podcast or subscribe to the podcast. It's absolutely free. Charge you no funds at all. Everybody likes every, everybody loves a little free 99 once in a lifetime, and especially <laughs> in this bitch ass economy. Free mm -hmm. is good. Free is king. So mm -hmm. definitely hit that button. Uh, make sure your automatic downloads are on. So when a new episode drops, it will automatically download to your phone. No fuss, no muss. And you can enjoy the sweet dulcet tones of our fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> also make sure, ladies and gentlemen, to... Follow us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at talkingish underscore pod. That is at talkingish at talkingish underscore pod. Uh, and you could send us your comments and questions. We really want to hear from y'all. Want y'all to be a part of the conversation as well. Send us your emails to talkingishpod at gmail.com. Once again, that is talkingishpod at gmail.com. If you didn't understand that because of my country ass accent, check the liner notes that I put on the show. I always have it there. So you can just copy and paste and send us some uh, stuff for us to read because we will read it on the show. Don't get it twisted. Yes. I'm not telling you to send uh, emails just for your, you know, for our general health here. We really want to hear from y'all. So once again, we appreciate you. And let's get back into it because we were talking prints. But more importantly, we were talking about why my black ass don't go to Essence Fest no more. So back to Prince. Yeah, that parade album is dope as hell. It's so I good. Will say I listen to this. it every day. Really? Every time that's I the get one the shower, with... Alexa plays it for me. Okay. So that's the one with Mountains. Um, yes. Christopher Tracy's uh, Parade, yes. right? Yes. Uh, 
what else? Girls is on and there? boys. You need Girls and boys. Like you need a hole in your head. Hole in your head. Kiss yes, is on kiss. that album. See, people um, sleep on that album. They were like, what's Parade? They don't know anything about it. And then when you start naming right. the hits, they're like, oh, yeah. That was, a, well, that was a whole new era for Prince. I seriously think people think that like Kiss is on Purple Rain. Purple and it's Rain. not. It's not because it's... I believe they both hit around almost around the same time. Like, I know Purple Rain was what, 84, 85, 84, 85. I remember and because then, I cried because when I went to go mm-hmm. see Snow White as an eight-year-old in 1984, uh-huh. I wondered out loud, how come we can't go see Purple Rain? And I was told to stay in a child's place off. and go and see that Ooh. Snow White movie. <laughs> you damn right. You better go see that little white girl <laughs> and them, them <laughs> damn little people. <laughs> Ain't no way you going to see Apollonia's titties. I was so salty. <laughs> and then I had an uncle, a great uncle who I would go visit his children sometimes because they were around my Uh same age. He had them on the weekends and he lived two doors down. So I would go two doors down and he had Showtime. And guess what was playing on Showtime the following summer? Purple Rain. And and he he didn't didn't even know what we were watching. He just let us watch it. Oh, did they want to watch it? I'll put it on for you. I will say this. (laughs) We're watching her get fingered. (laughs) Any young boy of the 80s <laughs> will remember the baptism of yes. being purified in the waters of, Lake, waters Minnetonka. of Lake Minnetonka. Lord that that was the first I, time I saw pink um, nipples. Jill, man, that's pink, the first time areolas. I saw. No, that was not the first time because I saw porkies before that. <laughs> so I was fine on the oh, boobs the... department. <laughs> I, saw, I saw titties aplenty. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, looking, I remember looking at hers and looking at mine and going, first of all, I didn't really have any, but why am I brown and hers are pink? Prince pink. likes pink nipples. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that now we have pink pasties, but he's no longer here to enjoy that, sadly. Rest R. in R. peace. R.I.P. Uh, R. Rest in Prince. I think that's how we should always tell people yes, who go on to Prince. the next life. Rest in it. Prince. <laughs> but I I I love I still love listening to Prince. I mean, some of the latest stuff, you know, with the new power generation, with like uh Diamonds and Pearls, um, Sexy Motherfucker, which is still one of my yeah. favorite songs to laugh at. Um, mm-hmm. what else? Uh, I did not like Cream was a good song, although I did not like um Rainbow Bridge. It did give us Tevin Campbell. Yeah, but I just did oh, not right. like Tim Rainbow Campbell. Bridge, you know, because he sang round and round. Yeah, he brought a lot round of people. Um, right. He brought graffiti people into bridge. It was Graffiti Bridge. What did I say? Rainbow Bridge. Oh, you said Rainbow Bridge. That's sorry, Thor. No, but that's Thor too. That's what he takes to travel the galaxy is the Rainbow Bridge. Sorry about that Graffiti oh. Bridge. Yeah, well, I knew it yes. was a bridge, and I knew I didn't like it, but. <laughs> I, I didn't like the movie. It was the movie was the movie more was, weird than than uh, Under the Cherry Moon. At least Under the Cherry Moon had a un, plot. It, yeah, because Under the Cherry Moon, Moon the they were like plot. grifters. They were like little were hustlers. Him and Jerome in, in Paris and with a British lady, which right. I never understood. I mean, I guess she was there <laughs> vacationing or summering with like the rich people summer. They don't vacation. Yeah, yeah. That well, yeah. yeah they come. They come to the south of France. 
and mm-hmm. that's where they you know do all their dirt uh they relax mm-hmm. they make backhand mm-hmm. business deals drink lots of um expensive champagne and caviar and hang out with mm-hmm. prince and jerome <laughs> <laughs> that's so true or as prince was known in the movie christopher tracy christopher you know tracy. but he was he was a gigolo no he wasn't a yes. gigolo i'm sorry he, he looked was. like a gigolo he was a gigolo. oh he but okay, he was I, a gigolo but he fell in love with mary and he didn't want her okay. to think he was a gigolo anymore okay gotcha so, so that makes me want to watch under the cherry moon again to reintroduce myself to it but oh man yeah it's out that, there that, somewhere i'd, I'd have to i found I think it it's on hbo max time ago oh is it uh-huh i found it on an so. obscure website somewhere and oh, okay. was watching it on my <laughs> ipad one day and then i was like why okay. am i watching this <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna search for it because you know <laughs> I, i'm a completist i'm also a, a a masochist i guess i i don't mind the pain uh i mean it has know. great parts in it like you right you mentioned the record the record store what's the record store <laughs> the record store you don't know what a record store you know is the <laughs> But I, 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 I to enjoy tell that joke in school, and people didn't. It get never it. worked. They were like, "What? No, yeah." Rhea, what is your Prince goddamn problem? <laughs> but <laughs> fast you forward, you have no idea of my fandom. <laughs> okay, so in middle school, I had a uh-huh. ruffly white shirt, tight jeans. I because I couldn't have leather, oh leather pants, but I had tight jeans, and then I had oh. these little kitten heels boots that my aunt bought me. Okay, my mother wouldn't let me wear heels. And you couldn't tell me I wasn't Prince. Oh, no, you couldn't tell me that. No, no. Nope. I mean, y'all probably were the Prince. same height at that time. I think I was taller. With the boots on. Oh, okay. With the boots on. Yeah, I was taller because I was like 5'8 in middle school. Oh, so, yeah. I think Prince is like 5'6", 5'7 on a good day. No, I think he's 5'2". I don't even think five, he's two? that tall. Holy crap. Yeah. I just remember. Teeny. I remember he was on American Bandstand during his um i think it was the first first or second album he dropped and he had the uh the pimp curl the pimp yes uh perm yeah and he didn't speak he only used hand gestures so dick clark was next to him and i noticed dick clark is towering over prince Mm -hmm. you know and he's like so how long man no he wasn't you know money wise he was his money made him look like he was seven foot tall but uh, right. <laughs> other than that, no, Dick Clark, he was a little dick. Um, but <laughs> the funny thing that got me, he never spoke because Dick Clark was That's like, right. so how long have you been, you know, producing your own music? And Prince just puts up four fingers. And I'm like, boy, if you don't open your mouth, like I felt like he was, a, old black he a man. teenager at that time. Because I think he uh, was like, I believe he was like 18, 19 when he got yeah. his um his thing and they said he was incredibly shy like super duper shy that's why he didn't want to speak so much um Mm -hmm. even when he became a full-grown adult it took him ages to get interviews out of him because he wasn't much of a talker he was like super shy like like him and michael jackson yeah supposedly that was this rivalry but Mm -hmm. they were pretty much one in the same Although Mike had been in the spotlight a lot longer than Prince. Longer. Because yeah. Mike was there since he was eight, nine years old, maybe five? a little Wasn't younger than five? that. I, for some time, reason, I always think he was five I think years they, old in the Jackson 5. But maybe I'm just making that up in my head because Jackson <laughs> 5. Probably so. 
Well, I think the thing is, is that when I won't say we, because we weren't even born, you know, by the time he becomes big, because I think they hit 69, 70, maybe 71. Yeah. I don't think we're on earth yet, you and still, I. So No, not yet. Yeah. Brit was here. Brit, so, Brit would, would be able to recall Brit would, this. Yeah. Brit would have been like, in my day. We've drove cattle to to school. I walked 50 miles to get to the corner store, better known as the general store, where I ate crackers store. in a barrel. Yes, Britt, we know you're old, you old fart. <laughs> <laughs> She's only 48, but if she was here, we'd get uh, middle fingers and FUs, but it would be yes. all out of love. But um, fast forward, enough of the, the whole thing is, the Essence Fest is going on as we speak. Uh, this is the last day of the Essence Fest as we record. Um, also, uh, this little country here we live in, the United States of America, will be turning 246 years old uh, come Monday. So, you know, happy birthday, bitch. Uh, get your so shit I together. Requested to, <laughs> I requested to work because I don't celebrate the 4th of July. I've already celebrated I don't celebrate in, Independence either. Day. Yeah. Right. I don't celebrate the 4th of July either, but I'm taking that damn day off. See, if you, folks well, don't understand, yeah. let the Klan have a white pride day in this official holiday and we get a day off. I'm taking it. Or I'm going to go work here, and get that uh, holiday pay. <laughs> well, here, yeah, here's the deal. If you work a holiday, you get a day. So I prefer right. to take next Monday off because I have plans. So oh, I'll okay. be taking the 11th off in lieu of working oh, smart move. tomorrow. Smart move. Yeah. She was like, Do you sure? Do you, you don't want the day off? And I'm like, No, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'll be no, here because no. it'll be quiet. Exactly. And you could concentrate on work. But I'm hoping everybody's enjoying the Essence Festival. I heard Janet Jackson was just simply tore amazing. The she woman, she does not falter when it comes to performances. She is a true professional. Um, I've also heard there was a little bit of beef with a certain uh, queen of pink known as uh, Onika Minaj or Nikki Minaj. Her name is Nikki, um, but it's not Nicole. Nope. I don't think. I think it's Onika. <laughs> no, that's from her. That's, yeah, I, I know. That's that's a lyric. Oh, that just makes you that just makes me realize I don't listen to her much. Uh, the one good verse she dropped was from Monster because I thought she was just insane the way she was going off. See, I don't I know Nikki that... verse for verse. I, I just I'm a yeah. recent Nikki fan. I have I was not a oh. fan before, and I only yeah. kind of got interested in Nikki when her and Cardi went at it because I love Start a good beefing. industry beef. Yeah, that that's cordial. <laughs> I didn't. I just love watching them. bitches fight. <laughs> Well, I didn't agree, I didn't agree for to... them to be throwing shoes at each other at the freaking Met Gala, but um, yeah, that was like that. Yo, that was a, but, that was a bit much. But I've been but no tracking. No one got slapped. No one got slapped. I've been tracking the beef as it unfolded, and I have seen Nikki uh-huh. get on half a dozen tracks to diss Cardi, and it's hilarious because uh-huh. I'm a Car- I'm a Cardi stan, but I love if you if you mm-hmm. got good. If you got a good beef and you have some good lines to go with it, I'm here for it. And Nikki tore her up. Right. And well, and the thing is that folks didn't understand Cardi is not like a MC MC. Cardi is a good artist. Like Cardi, she makes good music, very fun music. She's got a nice. She's um, fun. She's got a nice cadence to her flow. Yes. Yeah. She's got a nice cadence to her flow. 
But if you tell Cardi, hey, here's pen and paper, write me something dope, you may or may not get it. You know, I mean, I think and you'll that's get not it with a, her writers in the her. room. No, she has writers. Exactly. Okay. She'll get but it that's with Partisan Fontaine in the room with her. She'll get it right. with, you know, maybe her husband in the room with her. But not with just her pen and paper in a room with a candle lit. You know, I think but Nikki is more of a compliment. She did write her own raps before, but they were not very right. okay. good. Exactly. They were, they were like exactly. not even not even good hood raps. They were just like you got right. a nasty ass weave. Like it was just really oh, really bad. Yeah. Some some bad some bad roasting coming from yeah. no. But if you put but it is it's like when you put Nikki in a room and say, Okay, here's a pin and pad, drop a hot sixteen, Nikki'll probably give you. it to you. She'll kill She'll, you. Well, well, let's be honest here. She, she got Cardi. You can kill. You couldn't do that to yes. Remy Ma. Remy Ma is a tank. See, yeah, she Remy will Ma blow, is a she good will, lyricist. She will blow the silicone out of that poor child. But and I we think saw Remy that Ma when she dropped she that. She doesn't know ether. how to play the game, but she doesn't know how to play the game, though. I think it's not for her to play. Like Remy. Mm. And 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 look, this is all speculation, ladies and gentlemen, because we got other topics. Don't get me wrong. We will break uh, and then come with the real topics. But if you look at Remy, Remy is a straight up street girl. Like yeah, this sister true. is Bronx all the way. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. is a vicious MC. I got to give it to her because at first I was just like, oh, OK, well, I mean, you would fat Joe and the Terror Squad and yeah, OK, mm-hmm. cool. But mm-hmm. when I heard her, I was just like, yo, this this chick is she is serious about this. Like she will she will hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I would put her in that new group of um women MCs. Let's say like my I love salt and pepper. I love Queen Latifah, you know, Moni Love. Mm-hmm. MC Light to Moni me love. was the you know, Roxanne Shantae, boom, on the top. But when it came to that new group that came after Kim and Foxy Brown, because as usual, you can't have too many women. Yeah, like Eve, Remy Ma, um, uh, Nicki Minaj, you know, Cardi's a little later than that, you know, but she's kind of lumped into that. Oh, Trina out of of Miami. Trina, yeah, the baddest bitch, yeah. Yeah, you know, the Diamond Doll. The diamond standard, mm. you know, of of a of a real bitch, as she said. What about Kaya? Where do you where do you put Kaya? Oh man, Kaya is that girl that just like to just want to fight for no fucking reason, and nobody really <laughs> want to fight her. She she just because it, it might be like what? you might be able to beat her, but you don't know for sure, so you just don't even go yeah. there with her. <laughs> you just don't even throw a shot at her, and plus, you know, after her and a. After her and T.S. Madison got into it, and T.S. Madison was just yeah. like, bitch, I don't have time for you, and literally shut her completely off. Yeah. I was just like, damn, yo, Kaya, might want to do a remix to My Neck and My Back. Um, she's, You know what she is, though, right now? she's real. She knows how to play the social media game really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That I like. Um, I, I think like she's, she's got the right amount of mess. over being a rapper. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, okay, she truly has. Oh yeah, good. Uh, she oh. truly is. Um, yeah. but it's all good, you know, because like 
I wish every woman who who's in this um genre of music known as rap music, I wish them all the best. Um I well, I will say am I am Oli. happy I, I'm a old yeah. head. I'm happy about the I still like my queen sisterhood. I like the sisterhood that's going on in hip hop right now with the ladies. Yeah, I think I think the sisterhood in hip hop is kind of funny though right now. You know, it's you um I think it's there. I think it's there. Okay, when you look at you can see and and, and I could be completely wrong about this. But when you had a ladies first song by Queen Latifah and Moni Love mm, and you saw the video mm-hmm. and you saw you know ice cream tea and sugar tea and um oh man I'm 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 going to get I'm going to get knocked out knocked out by forgetting all the women who were in it. But I don't remember when you have all, all you see I remember a few but I just can't say their names right now. I just remember um, Queen Latifah and Moni Love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, I've completely forgot now. You had Yo-Yo coming out the West Coast. That's right. Yeah. You, forgot about Yo-Yo. You know, you had you had all these um female MCs, but there was one female MC that just said, fuck every last one of you bitches. I'm coming for y'all heads. And that was Roxanne Shante. Cause she mm-hmm. did a diss track that went after all of them. Cause she felt like oh. she was being ignored. Mm-hmm. And even Yo-Yo was like, girl, we we supposed to be cool, you know. When I was right. in New York, it was love. When you came to L.A., I showed you everything. You know, I showed you everything in L.A. We we literally love you. What What is all this hostility? And she came with some viciousness. I mean, mm. if Roxanne Shante would have dropped that today, she literally would have had Nicki Minaj and Cardi B trying to kill her. <laughs> that's how raw she had she had gone i don't with think it. i know that song what is it oh called? I, um it wasn't roxanne's revenge because roxanne's revenge was the answer to utfo, to UTFO. um geez hold on it, I, I you know what when in doubt google it google. let's see google it <laughs> i'm shantae and i'm about to get let me stop that they're gonna they're gonna be like sue <laughs> Sue, you know. Um, I think if you if it's under fifteen seconds, it's okay. Yeah, but you know they'll they'll try to hold a brother down no matter what. That's um, true. but it was it was a hard ass song, man. Um, it was effed up. It was hard. Was this this was after Ladies First. Oh yeah, yeah, Big Mama. There oh. we go. Yeah, this dropped. I've never heard of this. I'm gonna have to listen to this after the show. Oh yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, man. Roxanne Shantae was that was that girl. She was all this that woman. She was not afraid to go bar for bar, you know, lick for lick. Question: Who do you think is the best rapper alive? Alive, alive, alive. Boy, okay, so alive, I would say and. People will get mad. I love Kendrick, love J. Cole, mm-hmm. love Pusha T, mind you. Mm-hmm. But for me, when when he does get on the mic, it is an event. And that is Andre Lil 3000. Hell <gasps> I like Lil Wayne. I thought you were going to choose your homeboy, your hometown boy. 
I'm from Lafayette. I ain't got shit to do with New Orleans. Oh. <laughs> No, and, and and look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I like Lil Wayne. I really do. That you know, lately he's been on a tear with features. His yeah. albums, not so much. But yeah. for me, I thought he was if, retired. Well, he did, and then he came back, and then he was like, ah, well, you know, my dreads are looking a little dry. He he looking off. Um, he that boy looks, needs a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, he he, he looks dehydrated. He needs hydration. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's what he always gives, <laughs> dehydration. Yep. It's like, bro, stop drinking that lean and drink some water. You're looking like a piece of beef jerky, my boy. Do he something. He needs one of those B12 IVs or something. <laughs> we you know need how to hydrate. Okay. <laughs> to those IVs. <laughs> yes. Give him a saline I'm sorry, drink. I completely missed who you said was the best oh, rapper alive. But before I go into that, <laughs> hashtag hydrate Wayne, hydrate Wayne, hashtag hydrate Wayne. Um, no, for me, it's Andre 3000. And, Andre and the 3000, reason, yes. Okay. And the reason why, the reason why is when I heard uh, his verse on Life of the Party that Kanye had dropped. Well, excuse me, mm-hmm. Drake dropped as a, as a, oh, I'm in your home. I'm going to drop this track and take the heat from it. And all you did was just make people want a Three Stacks album again. Um, mm-hmm. If you listen to the song, cut Kanye completely off. Cut Kanye okay. out, bring in the DMX um, uh, sound bites that he had, which brought a tear to my eye because it's DMX talking to his little girl who's afraid to swim. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he's like, yeah, daddy's got you. I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. don't you bark at your daughter, DMX. Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful song, but RIP. But if you listen to Three Stacks lines in there, man, it is, man, it hurts mm-hmm. in a good way. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that got me because everybody's like, oh, man, he's not the best lyrical, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, I get it. He's not a, he's not a lyrical miracle whip kind of MC, but the things he's he touch upon and the things he'll explore through the through his rhymes and stuff and the way he thinks of music it's it's like a it's virtuoso it's a very virtuoso type and i think kendrick is as close Hmm. to getting there especially Mm -hmm. with that um mr morale and the big steppers album which i don't care what y'all say that is that is a top well done album top to bottom well is that the new one yeah, that's the one that like divided people because he had a uh, Kodak Black on it, um, as well as oh, I can't shake my ass to this. Well, you know what? Not every album you can shake your ass to. Would you shake your right. ass to what's going on by Mar- uh, by Marvin Gaye? No, you silly right. bitch. Go sit somewhere in the corner <laughs> and listen to and that listen. bitch ass. Uh, and just yeah, go listen. Oh, but if you really want to shake your ass, why don't you listen to that whack ass? Honestly, never mind album that that little light skinned Canadian drop. Do that shit. Oh fuck ass. Always Drake hate. Oh no, it ain't. It's it's not Drake hate. It is just like, dude. Ugh. <laughs> I haven't and, heard and the new Drake yet. You don't have to go listen to an elevator. Like go to a posh <laughs> hotel. Boring? okay i'll say this I, I will say the same thing i said for certified lover boy if i had one of those kanye stem players i would mm-hmm. eliminate his music eliminate his voice completely mm-hmm. and just listen mm-hmm. to the beats because the beats were vibing mm-hmm. that is the as far as i'll yeah. take it i don't hate mm-hmm. drake 
I tolerate Drake. I just feel like, okay, we're in a world where this is, you know, Drake's in it. So I tolerate it. I know there's a multiverse and there is a universe where he's not in it and people are rejoicing. There is world peace. There is no hunger. Everything Um, went downhill when Drake came out. Yeah, you know, know Russia is not bombing the Ukraine. You know when things went downhill? People will say it's 9-11, but it's not. It's two weeks prior to 9-11 when Aaliyah died. That's when things, when I knew... It started the snowball? We start, we jump timelines. We jump timelines. I blame Loki. That's when it happened. I blame Loki and the TVA for that And Doctor Strange and all of them. 14 million in, what, 14 million in six uh variations of this uh situation and you just say let's go with the one that kills Aaliyah. way to go right. oh yeah because if Aaliyah wouldn't have died drake wouldn't have had that whack-ass uh tribute where he tried to take the song and rhyme over it oh man Aaliyah. <laughs> damn damn Aaliyah. my cousin damn. my dearly departed cousin and i don't have brit here today to try to invalidate our relationship our we're only like fourth <laughs> cousins or something like that but still is I this know the some Veep? of my first co- fourth cousins. No, Aaliyah. It, oh, okay. I'm related to Aaliyah. More oh, Aaliyah. So than I'm related yeah. to anybody. Oh, We're both hey. Andersons. Family, family. I thought Aaliyah was a um. Hot. She's not an Anderson. Oh. Her grandparent is the Anderson. Anderson. Her, on okay. Her mother's side. So gotcha. on her mother's side, we're like fourth cousins twice hey. or something like Guess that. Guess what? Guess what? If people people say I look like Anthony Anderson, I might be kin to that boy. You might. I want be. my check. You might be I some might kin. Be. I might, and I might be some kin to him from name only because there's a handful of yeah. black and I mean there's more than a handful of black Andersons. But I got the same gap like Anthony Anderson. My name's Anthony too, there so I go. want that money. I'm, I'm claiming it. I'm putting it in the universe. <laughs> Anthony Anderson is my he my play cousin. No, I'm just. <laughs> well, but, listen, um, I want to I want an audience with my cousin Kamala, but that ain't happening anytime. That ain't soon. never happening, girl. You might as well give it up. Well, 2020, <laughs> after 2024, she's going to be unemployed. So you, you'll probably be able to bring it to the Oh, football. I don't even want to think about 2024. Yeah. I'm so scared. But it's going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Because ladies I and gentlemen, so. let me put it like this. And then we're going to go to a quick commercial break. Um, the Essence Festival I heard was great. Um, Onika, you need to start uh, not lip syncing. Uh, from what I heard. She lip synced? Oh. They say she lip synced. Um, now this is coming from Roland Martin because Roland Martin was having a hissy fit about it. You know, he said when oh, that when you come when you come to to perform, you come to perform. perform. We ain't here, yeah. We ain't here for um studio tracks. We want to hear your voice. We want to hear right. you. We this actually is one of her first performances after the baby, right? Yeah. So I mean, so she maybe should've, she should have been she, on her game. True. That baby's I mean, two years old. Look. Papa Bear do whatever Papa Bear do. And so if it cute. wore her out, um, if she's not in the best of shape, maybe she mm. didn't have the breath control, you know, because who knows? I haven't seen Nicki yeah, Minaj. I don't no. pay attention to her. Um, she's such she a, did. A, a consummate performer, though, so I'm really shocked that yeah. she didn't give her all. Yeah, I mean, you know, Janet Jackson's 53 years old. And, that, and she, she just turned 56. 56. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Janet Jackson is 56 years old. Pay attention to this, youngins. And she and is Patty flexible. LaBelle was up there crip walking. Oh, uh, you see? <laughs> Ain't Patty. Titties and pies. Just crip walking. What y'all bring to the stage, youngins? What she y'all said, bring? I'm crip walking on these hoes. 
Oh man, you 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 she know said, what? City Ain't girls, that... who? Oh, young Miami. She said, what? "Doja Cat, who? Who? What? She probably had little John <laughs> DJing for who? What? You know? <laughs> okay, no one cares. Like, get y'all shit together. Yeah, them them old look." The elders are teaching y'all. They gave y'all the path, and y'all still not knowing how to walk it. They're trying to trying it, to put you on the game. I'm telling you. I mean, ain't Patty what seventy five years old? Maybe a little older She's than that. Seventy five since the eighties. I don't know. She's always pretty much like an older person to me. You know, and she's yeah. not much older. Pat, than Patty my has parent, always, but she's right. she's always had this Patty has the, matronly <laughs> thing about her. Right. Patty had the wisdom mm-hmm. of slavery within her. she's been there (laughs) she just comes with it and patty telling you look you little youngins look at me you know patty lost weight patty banging Mm, her drama good patty selling pies on you all asses she she has frozen meals and yeah patty all kinds of pies in the bakery sections patty doing duets with diabetes patty is doing it all and y'all, y'all young bitches ain't doing shit. Y'all can't change the game for nothing. Get out of my face. Y'all can't talking show about up, talk shit on the mic, and then not yeah. even sing live on the mic. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, come on, that. come on, come on, come on, Onika. <laughs> Onika, Onika. These are not Barbie tings. We need Barbie tings. <laughs> and don't tell us it's an island thing either, because we know some <laughs> island people who can actually sing. Yeah, bitch. But anyway. <laughs> Somebody's on my oh, I'm getting a package. I'm like, who is walking onto my porch? Uh oh, that might be Onika. How dare you talk about me? No, let me stop that. She anyway, is five one. Child, but she probably could still whoop my ass. I'm not. Gonna yeah, she five one of dynamite. You you let that girl mm-hmm. be. You know, one of her silicone <laughs> boobs will probably put you under. Don't don't do that. She got a BBL <laughs> that's just straight up just deadly. But oh anyway. <laughs> But I'm hoping I'm everyone so enjoy. Um, I really do hope folks enjoy, are enjoying the Essence Festival. Um, matter of fact, you know what? Why don't y'all let us know how the festival went? Talk to us, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Send us your emails. Let us know how you enjoyed the festival at talkingishpod at gmail.com. That's talkingishpod, all one word, talkingishpod at gmail.com. So just show some love we want we want to hear from y'all and we will read your comments on a future episode so with that being said we're going to take a quick quick break and when we come back we're going to talk about comedians and prison it'll be fun Mm. trust me come back after this message and we are back ladies and gentlemen hope you enjoyed that lovely commercial break we get some water or uh a nice little cup of your favorite alcoholic beverage because mm. we are about to get into some topics. But before we get into the main topics of the day, Rhea, you asked me. So now I guess I return the favor and ask you, who is your favorite MC of all time? Alive. Alive, right? Alive. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Alive. Well, my favorite MC well, might surprise and, and, piss some people off but it is beyonce giselle knows carter you can fight me on this but i will you are being muted you are muted (laughs) please stop talking she has bars okay no she has other people's bars (gasps) she can freestyle like none other show me show me the video i need proof 
it's 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 on somewhere. It's on, oh somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in this dimension. In this, there is in this a verse in this multiverse. So she must have been on like one of those uh, what were those DVDs? Um, Smack DVD, <laughs> dropping a hot sixteen in a cipher. You know, I don't know if she's got a sixteen, but she definitely has an eight, and she okay. definitely. She definitely uh-huh. goes harder than a lot of people think because they they don't understand what she's saying, uh-huh. but I do because we have she a mumble rap. I get it. Um, but no, no she alcohol. She's but there's a series that I follow. This girl on TikTok, okay, she's breaking down all of Beyonce's bars because, like myself, are these bars being rapped? Are, are yes. these bars no, being these sung? Are, they are sang oh. sang wrapped, wrapped, okay. like saran wrap, but it's sing, but she's singing, singing and rapping, singing oh. just like she did on um, um, what is it called? The Megan Thee Stallion song that they did together, uh, Savage. Yes, she sang wrapped on that song. No, I will say this: bars on that one, she did rap. She did flow on the uh, joint. Uh, project her and her hubby jay-z uh did yeah. which was called the carters uh carters. i will not lie um ape shit is on my workout playlist um i do enjoy the way she comes at it it mm-hmm. is funny you know mm-hmm. um i think when she tries to mispronounce a word because she's southern and she mm-hmm. from houston and instead mm-hmm. of saying, I, you know, I buy expensive fabrics, she was like, I'm expensive. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Expensive? <laughs> that's not even, that's not even from, a, no, like, okay, Beyonce, I get, you know what? Here's my thing. And I am not knocking you because everybody has a favorite, you know? Uh, I said 3,000. I mean, he would wash Beyonce in a bread. I mean, let's be honest, rapping Duke could outflow <laughs> Beyonce. Don't even try. I didn't say try. my opinion was right. It's just my I did, opinion. I, did, I never said, look, it is your, it's not your opinion. It's your truth. You yes. feel like she is a top MC. And that's no, fine. she's the best rapper alive. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think. Queen, I think MC Light would beg to differ. I know Roxanne Shante <laughs> would slaughter her um, in that motion. But we have to look at the fact that anything Beyonce does, her beehive is going to say it brought them life. It's it it's the crown jewel. It will the, sun, it, the sun rose because Beyonce was half naked on a hologram horse. Um, she said, you can't break my soul. And I quit um, my and, job and fell in and, love. <laughs> And look, there's a lot of broke bitches now who can't afford the new Beyonce CD because they went and quit their jobs. But I mean, hey, the great the great resignation. Congratulations. You joined the fuckery. Go for it. I'm not going to knock. No, you I'm just it. joking. I would never quit my job unless Beyonce hired me to just Good tell job. her how great she is. And once again, never going to happen. But I put it in the universe for you. For there is a multiverse out there where I am her personal assistant. Exactly. Rhea. And I am fetching coffee for Blue Ivy. Get me my vegan Popeye's chicken. <laughs> she has a lifetime card. Yep. You know, and I'll be honest, 
she's cool. She seems like a really nice person to know. I think she, as a human being, I think she's awesome. Um, as an artist, I don't put her in my top five. Um, I just don't. I just never have. And it's not like hate. There's no hate to Beyonce for me. Well, there was. Because I used to think she sounded like a cat that got caught in a lawnmower. And all them runs she That's used to do. That's how J-Lo like, sounds. J-Lo literally no, meows in her songs. No, J-Lo sounds like a molested lamb. Um, no, it's worse. I've always said Aaliyah died so that so that Beyonce may shine. Cause um see, yeah. I have I see I'm conflicted about that because I don't think Aaliyah had the vocal uh-huh. the same vocal range as Beyonce does. Well Beyonce's Beyonce got that church sing. range. No, She's but got Beyonce the church can range, sing but... opera. She can sing opera as well. So does so did Anita um Aretha Franklin in a hundred times better. Okay, have you that ever may seen be true. A, have you ever seen Aretha sing for um No, but I'm comparing I'm, com- I'm not comparing I'm not comparing I'm, any of the old know, legends to Beyonce. No, I'm just no, saying no. her and Aaliyah. She's close to and Diana. I, love, I loved I loved Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. I loved Aaliyah, but I didn't yeah. think her vocal ability. I think she was a complete package, but mm-hmm. I didn't think she had a strong vocal ability. Gotcha. I feel you, but no, she couldn't fuck with Mary J. I'm, Mary I'm J. sings off key, but it's an off key of pain. And that new, and <laughs> the new one though, I'm so happy. No, for that Mary. new one is not a. I'm happy for Mary. I'm glad she has found her her true happiness. But bitch, yes. I need you to get with a man that do you wrong because this, <laughs> this new music ain't kicking. All I want to do is be happy. <laughs> like she was crying in the 90s and nobody listened to her. <laughs> she said, I'm Mary, going down. Mary, I need you. you ain't around. <laughs> Mary, what I need you to do, I need you to get back in an abusive relationship. Not physical. <laughs> Not physical. Just, just, one, that t- so, just no, one that tells you your eggs ain't this. shit. Nobody remembers this, but I remember clearly, very clearly, that Mary J. Mm-hmm. Blige was pregnant, and then she wasn't when she was with Casey. Oh, like showing, yeah. she was showing. Mm-hmm. And that I like cannot 90, find this anywhere. That's like ninety, and she does not speak about it. No, so something I, I, bad, something terrible happened, and yeah, it really bothers me to this day. Casey used to. Mike Tyson, her on a on a yeah a, on a daily pull hard, but I ain't gonna lie, the ass whippings brought brought some heat in that music. They sure did. It's like the Jacksons. The, the Jacksons were on point when Joe was whooping that ass. Some great music. <laughs> they didn't miss a step. Mu- never miss a beat. Never miss a step nor a beat. But nope. no, um, no, I, I, I back to Beyonce. Um, I, I mean, you love what you love. Like some, I could say I three thousand, and somebody's gonna dog me for. Who don't like Beyonce, and and this includes Brit, and I'll tell you <laughs> Excuse why. Me. Beyonce is so black. Mm-hmm. She made she made an album called Black is King and laughed in Disney's face because they asked her to come up with a musical interpretation of Lion King, and she made it about Africa. That's not that's that was already paid for. That's not like oh my god, you you spit in the wind. No, congratulations. I like, and here's the thing. I actually like the visuals of Black is King. It was a beautiful visual. I enjoyed the lemonade 
video lemonade oh she um, tore jay-z a new one on that one i was well, i was saying i really y'all were just looking the fact for shit. that well i respect <laughs> the fact that he took it no he took it he, he had no choice like <laughs> literally you had no choice dude but guess what happened he dropped a much better album with full 44 i mean iron yeah. sharpens iron which doesn't make sense yeah. you clap two pieces of iron they never get sharp um no, I mean, I enjoyed Lemonade as a visual because I love mm. the visuals that they had. Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was down you south know, visuals. Yeah. Um Formation was on that album. Uh was on yes. Lemonade, correct? I yes. liked the Formation video. I thought the video was just just it's so dope. Beautiful. You know, it was so dope. She she was like, Oh, people thought we forgot about Hurricane Katrina. <sighs> we didn't forget. No. Oh, you thought we weren't going to talk about police brutality? Oh, we will, and we'll make it. We'll make it fly too. And also, I think what it is too. Um, if I know Melissa would be here, she would. She'd probably go. She, me, and her would probably argue about it. But then we come to an understanding. Um, Beyonce had to have a renaissance within herself. Mm. And. I know if this got out to the beehive, like, oh my God, Beyonce, but nah, nah, nah. look, bitch, go get a job. Um, <laughs> no, she told us to quit. Don't you understand? No, we have some, to listen to what she says. And y'all, y'all dumb for doing it. Dumb. Cause let me see Beyonce come buy y'all some chicken, uh, tenders <laughs> and, and some, uh, can of green beans. Cause y'all asses is starving. No. Um, <laughs> my thing was, is that I felt she had to have a, a rebirth, a renaissance, a second coming of Beyonce, because mm. if you look at her career, it mirrors Diana Ross. One hundred and ten percent. I don't care what mm-hmm. people say. You know, mm-hmm. you started off with a, as a strong girl group, a strong female vocal group, mind you. Mm-hmm. You had. You know, you had the four, Kelly, you know, with Kelly, Latoya, and Latavia, right. then bye-bye, Latoya, and Latavia, and here comes Farrah and Michelle, and then poor Farrah didn't mm. make it to the tour bus. Bye. Bless her heart. Bless her soul. Um, and then you had Michelle, and you really had that core, that core, like you had, like Destiny's Child was at its apex when they were, when they were at three. Like mm-hmm. that's when the hits mm-hmm. came, you know, Survivor, uh, whatever the fuck else they sang. Um Independent. Independent, you know, they were making, you know, soundtrack shit. But for her, even when she did the crazy, um, what was it, Crazy in Love album? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's still in that pop frame. It's it's R and B, but it's very popish. That you was know. done intentionally, and she intentionally stole that girl's flow and sound and look that girl that was oh Anne marie okay because i was gonna say more leah because the low cut i see i don't think they did that didn't that didn't mirror it it did remind it remind me it remind me of Aaliyah when she was wearing the mid dribs the little halter tops and the low cut jean with the booty and Aaliyah didn't have much of a ass but the sister could no leah was tiny she was a t-tiny little lady and I, I think when it, I, I don't know. I don't think, you know, I think Lemonade was the beginning of the Renaissance. Because what was the album before mm-hmm. that? Um, um, was that the one with Drunken Love? 
and she was B-day. surfboarding. I think it was B Day. And grinding on so. that wood when she yeah, sounded like grind, she, I was waiting for her to wood. say, "My mama, my mama like grinding on that big body." <laughs> okay, well, you know, surfing all but, this good, good. I'm, you know, and I'll say this: I'm we glad she did. In the kitchen saying, "How the hell did, did this shit happen?" <laughs> Oh, what was the other song on there? Um, nine eleven, seven eleven, something. Seven eleven. Seven eleven. Okay, yeah. I was like, okay, you're truly Houston. Okay, you ain't get a big gulp. We got you. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'll was be it honest. With you. On that album too, I believe so. That was a great album. Oh, I'm gonna listen to Beyonce after this. Yeah, you go watch. You go bit. watch Under the Cherry Moon. I'm gonna watch I'm Under gonna the Cherry Moon. Beyonce. Exactly. <laughs> And I, I looked at it and I said, okay, this is this is now, you know what it also is? For me to be, you know, to show your maturity, sex mm-hmm. has nothing to do with it. Right. Like maturity for me in music is when you actually start to talk about what the fuck is going on in the world. Not, not, not to be an activist. You don't have to make a what's going on. You don't have to make a fight the right. power. Isaiah Brothers are a public enemy version. But right. it's when you actually start to say, I'm not liking or something is wrong with myself and mm-hmm. something is wrong with this world. Yeah. And, I had, and, and you put it out there, you know, yeah. That's when I know, okay, there's a maturity coming. That's there's there's the grown up version. You know, that you know, mm-hmm. and like I said, the beehive my yeah. Oh, when she did partition and when she did Sasha Fierce and when she did Beyonce, I'm like, this that's that, no, no, but I that's see just what you're saying because lemonade her, was really raw and it was yeah, really telling it was a raw nerve. who she was as a woman, not just Beyonce. Right. Oh, Beyonce. No, this was her as a woman. Coming mm-hmm. into her own, seeing where her faults lie, seeing where her right. marriage wasn't perfect, seeing where, you know, there's shit going on in the world and she wants to address that as well. Exactly. Like it was a she masterpiece had to get the, in my opinion. I think she she had finally garnered the capital. The, mm-hmm. the, the you know, the the fact that she is who she is now. Mm-hmm. And now she can take the platform and say, all right, boom. This is what's going on. Boom. Oh, mm-hmm. did you not know I was black? Boom. Did you right. not know I was a black woman? Oh, and here's right. another boom to your fucking face. I'm going to, you know, I'm cheering on and I'm going to support all everyone who's black. Everything you is know. black. Every Everything's black. Exactly. So That's what for I that, I, you know, I'm like, I respect that. And I actually enjoy that with her. As mm-hmm. to say, oh, I'm going to sit there and listen to albums and say she the queen. Eh, not so much. Video wise, she does great artistic work in the Michael Jackson vein. And yes, the I will compare her to point. The visuals are always on point. I don't think you'll ever get that thriller moment, but she mm-hmm. comes damn close. I yes, love she how she celebrates her femininity and her blackness at the same mm-hmm. damn time. That's what I love about that's the one main thing I love about Beyonce. Everything else is kind of like, eh, I, you could take it or leave it. I like mm-hmm. the fact she's not afraid anymore. I don't think she was afraid to begin with. I think she just, she was a I little think more she always calculated. had a level. Yeah, she was calculated. She, she, had, a, she had a level of 
of um, insecurity in the Destiny's Child early Beyonce uh-huh. solo careers. She had a level of um, insecurity, immaturity, and she's finally coming to her own. And, and they now, made her more of a pop princess, a pop and R&B right, princess. And she right. had to come out of her own and say, no, I like to grind on the wood. I buy the big bodies, <laughs> you know, which she basically became like Black Britney Spears on that moon. Her and, right. you know, the Christina Aguilera's like they had to. Mm-hmm. I have to like when push Christina myself out of dirty. Exactly. And, 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 and wrestle in the mud. And hanging yes. out with Red Man and then and, and shaking yes. her little, you know, thick twin oh, body. But you know what I just saw? She's Latina now. She's always been Latina. Yeah. But now she's like embracing oh, it. Well, yeah. Well, same thing <laughs> happened with Jessica Alba. I think Alba is Latina. Right. I don't remember. Yeah, no, she is. You know, but there, there are moments you have to finally just say, this is me. And, and this is all you get. This is what you're going to get. Get mm-hmm. the fuck off it. You know, I I really love that she the way she did her Super Bowl, um, her Super Bowl halftime show. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was immaculate. I thought it was like, bam, all right, dope. you put it in their face. You gave mm-hmm. Fox News a talking point, which is fine, right. you know, because them little bitches you know what I to love talk too? about shit. She showed up on the country music awards too. <laughs> yeah. She was like, Yeah, y'all gonna nominate my black like, ass. For I'm this. from Houston. Yeah. I'm country. I'm country as hell. I like my chicken. No, um, <laughs> no, but I mean, what was the song? Daddy's girl. Daddy's, daddy's, daddy's lessons or something like that. Okay. Where she talks about, Hey, he shot her. He told her how to shoot a gun. Yeah. And stuff. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it's in the country styling. So yeah, right. I mean, she deserved, she deserves a nomination. If the song is that damn good, nominate the woman. Um, right. but I don't run around saying Beyonce gives me life and all that bullshit. That that stuff right there. No, look, and I'm a I'm a hardcore Kendrick fan, but you'll never see. Oh my God, Kendrick brought me life. Um, <laughs> Is that how they say that? it? <laughs> they they work my nerves. I get it. You needed a you need a hero, but shit, no, no, stop. Um, but you, I think you, I think you as put a put yourself out there, I. I vibe and I look up to and aspire to be similar to Beyonce. And that's cool. That I have no musical or dance talent (laughs) in my body at all. So I can try and be on her her business side. You could look at her business acumen and say, oh, shit, maybe I can do that. Uh, She is a better businesswoman than Oh, Rihanna's way better businesswoman than Beyonce. She's leaps and bounds. Yeah. She figured it out. Beyonce still hasn't figured it out because Ivy Park is not hitting. Well, you know what I I think it is? I don't think she cares. I think Beyonce probably doesn't. Yeah, but but I I think think she's it's important that she should. Well, (laughs) I mean I would rather see lifestyle brands at her than clothing. Well, but here's the, the thing. Nobody can wear those clothes. Beyonce is an artist. And a true artist does not care how the world takes it. They put the art out there. That's true. And there it is. Rihanna yeah. is an artist. She really doesn't care how people take it. But boom, some way, somehow, people love Fenty. People love Savage. People love the lingeries and the makeup and everything. Yeah. She the un- makeup, yeah. She understood the assignment. Boom. She's got it. And I applaud mm-hmm. her for that. Um, and she's stuck with it too exactly so 
Beyonce is very, I, I think she's happy where she is. And I, I'm, I'm a third like this. I've always liked her. I've always liked Solange more than Beyonce. Because Solange musically, is more, Solange. Oh. Musically, Solange is a much more, much more of a rebel. Because Solange yeah. came out the gate. Like, okay, she did the, the Proud Family soundtrack. She had her little teeny bop of days. That girl she popped said, that child. don't touch my hair. Yeah, and a seat at the table. <laughs> like, she really just said, you know what? Now it's time for me to get out. And she I never saw her as being in her sister's shadow. I never saw that either. And I don't but see the comparison. They're completely I, two different artists. I think that those two albums basically said, y'all... I'm nowhere near my big sister's shadow. I'm in a completely right. different zone. She was a hell of a lot more wig than Beyonce was at that point. You yeah, know, I thought she was, point, yeah. she woke up and said, yeah, you know what? Y'all full of shit. I'm gonna make an album about y'all. So she got <laughs> really, she, she don't have the chips to lose. Right. You know, so she right. could say, I'm going, I'm going full black on your ass. Hardcore. Right. I'm going to celebrate um being from houston texas a hundred percent more i don't have to appease the record labels so i'm i'm gonna do what i want to do and i think now we're starting we we saw that with lemonade we saw that with black is king that Mm -hmm. beyonce doesn't have to appease a label anymore beyonce is the label is the label and whatever she does she does so mm-hmm. ain't that some shit, man? We spent over almost oh 30 minutes talking on about Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> She's not even a topic. She's not even a I'm damn so topic. I'm sorry. I hijacked the show. No, it's cool. You know, Beyonce has it. She has that effect on people, you know. But um, if people want to say, Anthony, you're a Beyonce hater, I will welcome it. Um, I want to say... Um, Hold on one second. Yeah. So I just want to say that I respect her as a businesswoman. I respect her as an artist. Uh, I'm just not one to get up and go run and buy the album. I will Mm. sit and listen to it. I have Apple Music. If it's on Apple Music, great. If she's just like, oh, it's a title original. (laughs) Bitch is going to stay on title because I'm not I'm not ordering title. I'm the same way with title. Uh, it has to um, be something that she, that she yeah, releases globally for me to get it. Right. It's got to be something big. Um, just like with Drake. Why did I listen to that? Honestly, never mind. Because that's what I do. If I, if I, I won't hate something unless I educate myself on that something. Right. right. You know, and like I said, I don't that hate Drake. Sense. I tolerate him. But listening to that album, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Uh, I guess he wanted to say, Hey, you know, I brought you the Patois things. Um, I brought you the Afro beats. No, you fucking didn't. Um, I mean, to the younger generation, you did. I'm a little older. I remember the days of Tony Allen and Fela Kuti and all of them, their folk. Um, I get it. You brought the newer generation of Afro beats and Afro rhythms. Congratulations. Still ain't shit to me. And that's how I feel. (laughs) You still ain't shit to me. So... You know, do you I dislike guess, Drake because of his music or because he's Drake? I liked his mixtape that's so far gone, maybe the first four albums. Mm. Which, the one where he had his face going sideways. Uh that was I don't know. I don't have any of his music. That was I, the last album I actually I only hear said. The hits. Okay. Yeah. 
And after that, I was just like, oh, okay, you hip hop, got it. You make music for soccer moms and uh, girls with daddy issues. And I get you, bro. You do you, you, you know your crowd. Um, I like the fact you get mad when people say Kendrick is better than you because it's funny. Um, I love the fact that when Kendrick takes pot shots at you, you try to sound hard. I love the fact that Pusha T is living in your mind rent free. And that's about it. Um, is he the best rapper alive? Fuck no. I don't think Not he's on anybody's close. list. Oh, yeah, yes, he is. So. He, yes, he, he is. Yes, he is. Basically strippers at Magic City. Oh. <laughs> and I blow my nose to that, too. So, <laughs> excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm fighting sinuses. But uh, no, I mean, I mean, Drake is Drake. I Like I said, I like... When I don't like your art, I like your business moves. And his business moves are mm. very good. I was a fan of him when he was on Degrassi as Jimmy Brooks, especially when they shot his ass. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that why he was wheelchair bound? I uh-huh. never saw Degrassi. Yeah. I think I was those... too old. It was a school shooting. Degrassi. <laughs> oh, Girl, no. Just because I was, I, I watched Degrassi because I, I was, re- I lived on Degrassi as a kid when it was the, oh. gra- the kids it a from Canadian Degrassi. Show? Yeah, it was always a Canadian show. You had good you, cable then, huh? Girl, we had L, it was on LPB back in the day. I don't back know in the eighties. It was um oh, I'm sorry. LPB is PBS <laughs> for us. LPB is a Louisiana public broadcasting. Oh, Bro- PBS. PBS. It used to be okay. a part of Oh, it was of, on PBS? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. It was known I as I think my the, sisters watched Degrassi. I think it was I think I was a little bit too removed from it. Oh, no, because when the kids at Degrassi started, that was 82, 83. Really? Oh, yeah, because it started off. I, it just, I just, you just, it, it wasn't on your then. radar. Yeah, because it was the kids at Degrassi. Then it became Degrassi, um, Degrassi Junior High, because those same kids, you know, it was like the, almost elementary going into mm-hmm. uh, middle school. And then it was uh which was junior high, and then it became Degrassi High, and that was it. And then years and which later, which one was Drake on? Drake was on Degrassi: The Next Generation. Oh, he came in in the two thousands. Yeah, so he, he wasn't he was, even on the original. Well, he's young. Oh hell no, he wouldn't have been born when the original yeah. was going on. Because Drake, I think, is maybe thirty, thirty one. Yeah. 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 Nah. No, Degrassi has been Degrassi as a name has been around for, since the eighties. Oh wow! I didn't, yeah, I never it's knew. it's been around. Yeah, I mean, I used to love it, girl. We used to have the little books that used to come. I think it was in highlights or so I forgot what those little um paper magazines we used. Yeah, to Yeah, highlights. I remember highlights. Well, they used to. I think it was in highlights. I could be wrong, but they used to have um the kids from the Grassi and the Grassi uh, Junior High. They used to have scripts from the actual episode that used the class used to act them out. I, I didn't. They had no black people, but, uh, oh, what was that? <laughs> BL, but, uh, B, what was his name? B, BT? I used to call him BLT, but that was the only black dude on the cross. <laughs> his name was BT. And I was like, the fuck, man? Wait, Canada, y'all ain't got no Negroes? And then it was like, here comes BT. And I'm like, oh, yep, one. <laughs> one, the token. Yeah, no, Tolkien. As Tolkien. South Park said, token is not token is Tolkien. But anyway, Lord, let us move on. We have been, we are going everywhere on this episode, but um, we got two quick topics. We just, we just going to run through them. I mean, it, it's, it's not that crazy, yeah. but it's crazy. Um, yeah. 
might as well go with the comedians um our comedy little duvall florida's own little old duvall little old five foot one i don't i really don't know how tall little duvall he's gotta be smaller than that he's tiny he is tiny man but uh i find him funny but i think he's hysterical um, but recently uh duvall been 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 kind of tripping as of late um I'm going to go and we might as well just talk about what happened recently. Uh, he was up on the Twitters, uh, P Valley, I believe episode three or four episode four had just mm-hmm. aired and there was a sex scene between two, two big men's as they say, two big men's <laughs> uh, little murder and big teak, which. Okay. You know, um, See, I I haven't seen it, and I I don't want to be spoiled because I don't have yeah. stars. Oh, move your mic a little bit, because you're away. There you go. Oh, all right. So, okay. no, um, I I'm not truly spoiling it because okay. there's really been nothing. I don't know what's going on I with mean, season I've, two I've of Pete Valley. Okay, yeah. well, um, Little Murder and Big Teak have a love scene. Two big burly men, and uh. <laughs> Uh, Lil Duvall decided to get up on the twit on the Twitters where he is, um, where he kind of reigns supreme because my man, you know, he's known to say some things up on it. Mm-hmm. And um, in his tweet, let me make sure um, I'm I'm getting this right. Lil Duvall goes on Twitter on the 29th of last month of June, and he said, "Yeah, P Valley lost me." Uh, they need a super gay advisory on movies like they got for everything else because that's a lot. Yeah, because that's a lot to see if you're not used to it. So that caused a little drama, uh, mm. got a whole lot of likes. Uh, I believe it had 462 replies to it. Now, nah, I didn't read the, the replies or anything and uh, can honestly care less, but. It did get um, the antennae up of one Patrick Ian Polk, who is co-executive producer of P-Valley. And Polk comes back and says, as a writer and producer of P-Valley, specifically a writer of this episode, I encourage you to step away from Chuckalisa. (laughs) Uh, This show is not for you. Go watch something else because the gay ain't going nowhere. Hashtag P Valley. Uh, so Duvall didn't see much after that, but it turned into a, all right, everybody, let's gang up on this little, this little Lilliputian black, black, black bastard. <laughs> and um, folks were really trying to throw it at him. And this is not the first time Duvall's been through some stuff because a while back he was on The Breakfast Club and they were talking about uh, trans men and the trap, as mm-hmm. they like to call it, where, you know, supposed tra- trans men will trap a grown, uh, uh, a supposed heterosexual man and have sex with him and then use it to blackmail him. And, you know, Duvall says, she might want to, you know, clock him, pop him, shop him, whatever. And he got a lot of blowback from that. So now he has been starting to be labeled as a homophobic human being. Uh, He hates the gays. Um, His comeback is bitch, my sister gay. (laughs) 
<laughs> so if I hate gays, goddamn it, I hate my sister. Um, it has nothing to do with that. At first, when I read it, I was like, oh, man, read the room. But then right. I looked at it more as, okay, that's devolved, brother. And, and it's not. See, this is why I say, you know, if Melissa was here, we don't have to use all of that and blah, 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 blah. And that's not how it should be. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But, um, you know, there are parental, um, parental, um, parental discretion. I'm sure. I um, advisories. That, I'm sure it said sexual situations. And that's all there is to it. That's all that was there yeah. on P Valley. That's all you need. He was okay. He would have been okay if the sexual situation was between one of the big titty or big ass strippers and a and a dude. He would have been. Or he just would have been overjoyed big, with that. Right. Or two or big women with, rolling right. around on and each other. Here's the thing: there was a scene like that. There literally was a scene between but two women okay having sex. And that was exactly. okay for him. And but okay. once I looked at the last part where he said, "For people who are not used to it." And I'm like, but that show has been explicitly gay positive, trans positive since since its inception, right? Sex positive since the jump. So you're just watching it to see some women action or some, you know, whatever, some stripper shaking ass. But you have to understand the show goes deeper than that, and it proved that it went deeper than that when Little Murder didn't care that anybody saw that he was with um the what you call it. (laughs) <laughs> no, not Big T, but the first season. Oh, with um Uncle with uh, Uncle Clifford. Uncle Clifford, that's right. Yeah. I keep forgetting his name. You see, they they made a whole episode about that and how he assumed that he was gonna want to keep him a secret and he was just like, nah, nigga, I don't I don't care. So yeah. it's it's not something that would be unlikely to happen in the future with somebody who is presenting as a straight male but is actually homosexual. Right. That is not far. They've already gone there. You're just, yeah. you probably were comfortable with it being Uncle Clifford because you're like, oh, at least Clifford funny. kind of, Clifford's funny and Clifford's femme presenting. So mm-hmm. I think that the fact that your own masculinity was, was t- not targeted because I don't think they meant to, like, I don't think it was for shock value. Maybe it was for shock value. I don't know. But it, it wasn't let's even not shocking. sit around. Let's not sit around and act like we haven't watched Oz and we've seen two masculine men be intimate before. Right. But well, yeah, there was an episode where two men were lovingly intimate, and then the rest mm-hmm. of Oz was just like, give me that ass. <laughs> it right. was a lot of that's true. And I understand of, you know, what he's saying if you're not expecting to see there, if you're not right. used to seeing that, because you probably would expect to see something like that on an Oz. Right. And you wouldn't you, expect to see that on a show that's already showed you it. Like I don't right. I think his his argument is is empty. I th- I think what it was is that when you okay, in the first season when you see Murder and Clifford actually hook up, you don't see much. There's a lot of um true. It's alluded. I, I haven't know. seen the scene between Big Teak and, okay. and Murder. So well, I if it is it graphic? It's graphic. I'm here for but it. But you don't I'm you don't see it, but... you don't see penetration because then it wouldn't okay, go then on what's air. His problem? Well, because, because they kissed you and they see... were intimate? No, because remember, Clifford and Murder uh kiss, but you remember Clifford pushed him away. Yeah. And it was supposed to be ain't no love here. You know, it's just the whole thing yeah. is I just need you for this moment. And then they fell in love. Right. Um with um 
Murder and Big Teak, you know what it reminded me of? Um, you remember the scene from Boys in the Hood when Trey was punching the air because they had yeah. just got they just got harassed him and Ricky, right? Um, yeah. and Brandy comes up to him and gives him a one of those uh midsection crotch hugs. I always was like, is he sniffing her coochie? I always. Oh yes, he one. was. He was. He, he was not <laughs> sniffling. He would that. Them tears dried up right when he got to that. Got to the bush ride. You understand what I'm saying? It was like oh, I'm hurting. Ooh, um. But that's what happened. Like, and and I'll give you the scene. Um, before that, um. Teak had been obsessed with watching television because a young brother was killed by the by the police and you know him just coming out of prison the 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 drama the 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 trauma just all of that started to build up and he got into it with with a couple of folks in the other room and then he went into the room with a uh, little murder little murder was doing music Teak came in just straight out whipped it out started pissing you know, because he still got that prison mentality. He still oh. got that. I've been locked up. So gotcha. I don't give a damn if a man is in there um, writing rhymes and rapping. I'm going to use the bathroom. There are no doors. There are no uh, partitions. Mm-hmm. Whip it out and, you know, drain the weasel. But it got to the point where there was some some closeness, some understanding between both of them. And murder initiated it. Murder gave him the brandy coochie hug. Mm. And Big Teak was more like, damn, all right. But I was waiting, like in all honesty, I was waiting for when Murder went to kiss him and they mm. kissed, Teak would have snapped. Mm. You know, and pushed Murder away and that would have been, been an issue, but that that, none of that right. happened. So it tells me that even in jail, they've had something going on and they've been knowing each other since I think childhood. They mm. could have been they could have been buddies, lovers, and everything. They could have been each other's sweethearts from back in the day. Exactly. So what happened I think the way that the scene was shot, they showed, you know, a little bit of you know, who, who's the dominant one with the kissing mm-hmm. and pushing up mm-hmm. on the wall and you know. Right. No, I'm taking over and pushing up on against the bed and pushing up on the dresser. They mm-hmm. the, the one thing I really give the show is that murder got a condom. Mm-hmm. Practicing safe sex. Okay, good. That's so good. props to him. You know, right. I mean he you know, he had to use some uh human loop. <laughs> spit. <laughs> but it was the moment of murder penetrating teak. Mm. And the way they shot it. And then they did the whole, you know, murder on top of him going for going for broke. And, you know, like when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, so it's a sex scene. Cool. Mm -hmm. But I've already seen, you know, your queerest folks, Noah's Ark shows like that. But those shows are not on. We're not on major networks. Well, no, excuse Mm -hmm. me. Queerest folk was on Showtime. Oh, Showtime. Showtime. Okay. So you needed, you know, you needed premium cable. Noah's, Noah's Ark was on, was on the gay channel, right? Logo was on Logo. 
Yeah. Right. So most most cable channels didn't have it, and logo was so far down the line, no one was going look for it unless you were a part of True. that community or you right. were, you know, religious and was looking for something to hate. So it didn't bother <laughs> me, but for him, it caught him off guard, mm-hmm. which I'm like you. Well, obviously you've been watching P Valley. So you know there's right. there's there's gay interaction and gay love somewhere. Somewhere. You had to have watched the whole first season somewhere right. down the line, you know, because mm-hmm. the only thing is murder is just afraid that if everybody find out he lose credibility. Mm-hmm. So he can't be an out gay rapper. He's no little Nas right. X. I can't right. be talking about the streets and talking about bitches and, and popping caps. And I'm in love with another man. I lose credibility. Right. Nobody ain't going to want to come to a little murder show. And then, you know, everything goes mm-hmm. downhill. So, I I understood it and it didn't bother me, but that I couldn't understand why Duvall did it. He is a comedian, and yes, you know I I do tend to to let comedians say what they want. Well, he he probably wants yeah, and he's done it before around it. Yeah, right. But you know, Patrick Ian should have attacked attacked him, but. And and I, I also don't think that the writer should have said this is not the show for you. Like you should be happy that people mm-hmm. like Little Duvall are watching this show because maybe it right. won't be as like taking him off guard the next the next episode or whatever. And that's how we change right. the conversation and understand but, but that sexuality again, is sexuality. Yeah, it's a spectrum. Whatever you like, you like, right. you go for it. But mm-hmm. it shouldn't have to have the gay advisory. Sexual situations no, is enough. That is ridiculous. I think that had to be a joke. That exactly, and that's why I say he's joking about it, but he's also being Lil Duvall, and right. you know he what he wasn't ready for it. He just wasn't ready for it. You know, he said, "Look, y'all lost me," and I'll be honest, that didn't lose me with P Valley. What lost me in P Valley was that goddamn seven pounds of pressure voodoo bullshit that they did in episode the, two. The, don't tell me I haven't seen it yet. I, you, you're you gonna spoiling. see. You gonna see. Um, <laughs> okay. but you know the whole diamond is a voodoo. He got the he got the touch shit, and I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. If you're gonna go all the way, go all the way. But at the same time, you know, him constant. You know, they're just saying, okay, you're you're strictly homophobic right now, and. Being homophobic is to me, I've always said is I hate you for what you do. I hate yeah. you because you're gay. I hate you because it is mm-hmm. him saying, yo, y'all need to just put an advisory on that bitch about the super because y'all went super gay. Right. That's being stupid. Yeah. I don't think it's homophobic in a way. He's he's a stupid yeah. comedian. Stupid like, and shit. I mean that I mean I mean that in a complimentary way he'd be stupid like he mm-hmm. he'd just be saying the dumbest things and it's funny right you know because i I'm, I'm on the point of not everybody is protected when it comes to them jokes right. you know because i mean right. if you want to crack jokes if he crack jokes on you throw it right back you know right. you may not be as good as him because he's a comedian so he's been doing it for longer but you might get a nice little uppercut See, or a nice sneak on him what the writer could have said was, we challenge you to stick into episode seven, Lil Duvall, if you think that was shocking. You know, yeah. like, say something to market the show. We're going to be slapping balls on balls next episode. Like, 
if you go if you gonna go for it go for it you know and i mean yeah you know because one of the things that um i think I don't, I don't remember if it was um polk who said it or somebody else but i believe it was patrick um ian polk who said it you are one of those people who come in come online just to say they hate the beyonce new song right and be done with it nobody asked you for nobody that. Asked. you know <laughs> go you know let us have our happiness you know what i'm saying and that that's where i was like okay i see what he's saying i understand why he said what he said to little duvall and it's maybe not a show for you you know but at the same time see it that way if you putting if you put them strippers in there if you saying it's about a strip club and this boy is from one of the main you know the main stripper stripper tracks in florida mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then it is a show for him right because he won't see them strippers i don't mm-hmm. think he was saying it in a way of oh i don't want to see none of this gay shit I just think he wanted a advisory, advisory so I could be prepared for what's to come. Mm-hmm. And on that, I say that's where I saw it coming. But then once again, it's little Duvall is comedy. He's going to say what he say. Um, he poked the bear. The he, bear woke up. Just, yeah, he was stirring some shit up. Oh, excuse me. y'all. The bear woke up and it is what it is. Um, next time. I'd, I'd, I'd seriously think there there's no such thing. There's never going to be parental discretion. You know, right. these, you know, the upcoming gay show undertones. has scenes of gay undertones <laughs> and men on men and women on women and panda on panda sex. Viewer discretion advised. No, they're never going to have that. Sexual situations are sexual situations. Right. That's it. And that's all. It's never going to be um, the, um, uh, the adjective of gay sex, sex is sex. No matter how you look at it, it's sex. Right. I'm not into gay sex, but if it's on TV and it's about a relationship, I'm into more the relationship than the sexual side of it. Same thing as if it was men and women. I'm into, does it move the story along? Does it, does it fit with the scene? Does it fit with the episode? Does it, is it just gratuitous? Because you have seen, and my daughter points this out as a lesbian American, you have seen an influx of openly gay characters for no damn reason in situations, just like when they would try to integrate black folks into white shows and they'd have one or two for no reason. You know your friend group doesn't have one or two black people in it. Stop playing. Uh-huh. That's why I don't care that Friends was an all white show and they barely had any other representation because that would that's what you what would they had see, Aisha Tyler. <laughs> that's yeah, and that's fine. And they did it because of the backlash at that time. Right. Like, that's a group of friends. That's yeah. how groups of friends are. <laughs> They're yeah, like you don't have that many in the monoracial. Yeah, and I. I think what it was was the fact that Living Single came out a year ahead, and then Friends came out. Well, they stole out. it from Living Single, right? Yeah. And but you, you see know, that the lady came out, the the creator of Friends, saying that she regrets not being more diverse. No, why? Why? Why would you do? It was early nineties. Who cares? No black, no black person wanted to hang out with Phoebe Chandler no. and the rest of the motherfuckers. Exactly, at all. they would have been too weirded out from yeah. Hang out one or two. Like I have a lot of white friends, but some of them are weird, and I cannot hang out with them. 
on a going right. basis. Invite me once once a year to the party and I'm good. I don't need to be hanging out with y'all at a coffee shop all the time because y'all don't no. be talking about shit. And I don't want to hear about a bitch and a smelly cat. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, but once again, when we have these shows now that are introducing more than what the shows that came before it, you know what I'm saying? When you think about mm-hmm. when it, when you talk about uh, LGBT um, images, especially mm-hmm. from the mid to late 90s on, you know, you really just had Ellen, Will and Grace. Right. And then Ellen Very. didn't become a gay show until she finally just said, you know what? I'm a lesbian. I'm in love with this chick, blah, 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 blah. Right. And, it, and it is what it is. Will and Grace was like, all right, it's in your face. But if you ever notice, they always have that um, that straight person to bring it, you buffer. know, to kind of, right, to buffer to buffer the gayness in. You know, Everybody and it really wasn't about until... The gay 80s with Jim J. Bullock and every show he was in, <laughs> he wasn't oh, but outward, nobody, outwardly but, gay. Yeah, he, he wasn't was coming so out hard. Every show. He was gay, you know. And, so and look, gay. Monroe on Too Monroe. Close for Comfort, Monroe was my one of my Monroe favorite characters. Because that dude that was a trip. You know, but if you think about it yes. now, now it's like, okay, it's you know, it's it's for society to understand that you can't push out a group of people because they don't flow with you. Right. You know, accept it. You know, right. But you know, when you started having um uh queerest folk kick in, the mm-hmm. L word kick in, mm-hmm. um Noah's Ark kick in, which mm-hmm. I and and personally, queerest folk, I like the British version more than I did the uh American version. You know, because mm-hmm. the British version really pushed, you know, the just how hard it is to live as a you know a gay person a queer person see i never queer saw person those in shows because the UK. i this and this may be to little divorce us uh, not little devall but to poke's uh-huh. point i just didn't think those shows were for me so i never watched them right right but you know what's funny they're just like every other damn show you know it's what? just I'm, that the main I'm focus that right is, now is is just i'm seeing that right now and it's how about ignorant game. have i been yeah it, it, there's love there's loving straight in home in um heterosexual shows or you know stuff like that it's as long as the story's fucking good right everything else is just you know seasoning you know what i'm saying it's immaterial yeah. too but as we are a society that don't like agendas and you ain't going to push this gay agenda on us. And even in our community as black folks, oof, we know. We have a long way to go. We got a long got way to go. a long way to go. And to quote the late, great Jerry Reed in Eastbound and Down, we got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Because mm. we, 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 none of us are promised tomorrow and the way this world is going, shit, today might be the last. Well, we're so, we're turning CERN back on Tuesday, so we might jump timelines again. So fingers crossed, it's a good timeline. Oh, oh well, we we never know, we never know. But <laughs> you know, I mean, and and I think we should get to a point where, <laughs> and I know this is after, hey, folks just need to understand you're gonna be the butt of a joke. It's gonna happen. Yeah, 
you know i don't mind people making fun of black people if it's funny not if it's racist but if it's funny like one of my favorite comedians i put brit onto is andrew schultz he offends absolutely everybody everybody but he's funny he's funny when he. i will say this I, I could take Andrew Schultz, maybe like Cat Williams. I could listen to him for the first 30, and then after that, I change. Yeah. You know, because it, it, it starts to get a little, oh, bro, come on. But, yeah, you know, because I enjoyed him on The Brilliant Idiots. I haven't listened to The yeah. Brilliant Idiots in a while with him and Charlemagne. But, him and Charlemagne. Um, you know, at, at some point, you're going to have to understand you're going to be the butt of a joke. Yeah. And, you don't have to like it. You have, uh, I can't tell you to sit there and laugh. If you feel offended, you have every right to be offended, mm-hmm. but you also have the right to get the fuck up and get away from them. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I could say about that on the Duval end, on the comedy end. But as for having an ultra gay advisory, that is never going to happen. Um, <laughs> somebody, I, I got a strong feeling some uh, gay sketch show, is going to do it. It's going to do that. Yeah. And they're going to be like, gay advisory. This is super gay, extra gay. Oh my God. There's ball slapping balls gay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I will bust out laughing because they were like, all right, you want an advisory? Oh, we going to gay this We're advisory gonna give you one. up. Right. We're going to give you one, Duvall. So <laughs> it, it it's one of those things that's where I'm like, okay, the smart ones are in the room and they know how to mm-hmm. fight words with words. And right. they know how to say, okay, you want one? I got one for your ass. You know, <laughs> even, and, and if y'all make one, put a little Duvall face on the damn, uh, make him the period on the eye. Wherever <laughs> there's an eye in the advisory, put Duvall's face right there on it and put little Duvall approved. small enough. Yeah, I'll just put his whole body in it because he's his that tiny. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, so, look, comedians going to say some shit that is always going to, get a reaction where do you get a ha-ha where do you get a err or where do you get shocking on you clutching your pearls but in order to fight them don't laugh or say they're not funny because that hurts them or sling it right back at them and use their words to fight against them because i I think Mm -hmm. usually that'll teach them a lesson you know but um it's always going to be there there's always going to have people always going to have an opinion that's how I look right. at it, because I have an opinion and we're stating our opinions right now yeah, Absolutely on this situation. So, Duvall, you won on that. Uh, Patrick Ian Polk, you won on that. We're talking about P-Valley. Mm-hmm. I never thought I was going to talk about P-Valley on this show. Right. And I like the show. <laughs> I really do. I really like the show. You know, the theme song worked my nerves, but um, <laughs> I like the show. Shit, I wish I was I'm married to Mercedes. To watch now, now I want to. Oh, Mercedes is. Oh, she's everything. Whew, she's everything. Is, that woman is built, man. And, and and Autumn, I didn't know she was British. I did not know yeah, that. I didn't know that, that page, until after the first season. Yeah, yeah, I did I not know, that, know that she was from Great Britain. But I will say this yeah. though, and uh, we're gonna move to this final topic. Um, a huge shout out to a good friend of mine, Miss Dana Gorier. Um. Me and Dana went to high, uh, high school. Lord, no, we're not that long ago, friends. But we went to college together. <laughs> and Dana is an actress, actor, oh. if you want to just boom it right there. Um, she was in such films as uh, Django Unchained. She played Miss Cora. You remember okay. when uh, Django said, Miss Cora, say goodbye to Miss Jenny now. Bye, Miss yeah. Jenny. Bomb. And they mm-hmm. shot her. She was the one that ran clean out the house after they shot her. <laughs> 
that's my friend Dana. That's your friend. Dana's been on shows like um, uh, Treme. She's been on um, a bunch of HBO shows, Treme and uh, the first season of True Detective. Um, She's she's been she's been around Hollywood for a good while. She's been doing a lot and I'm so happy and I'm so proud of her. She's also in P-Valley. She plays um, (laughs) Lauren Hawkins. If you don't remember Lauren Hawkins, go and watch. I think it was episode seven of the first season when oh, they the had the big, okay. uh, the big strip party. She was the yeah. sister that was having um, the stripper strip on her. Um, she was hiding under the table when shit went down, when they, uh-uh. they were going out in the pink. Well, she makes a triumphant return. And um, I believe it's yeah. episode four as Lauren Hawkins. Um, oh, that's great. Let me see if I could say it right. Lauren Hawkins, non Nancana County Health Department regulator. Um, <laughs> her whole character is she uh have recently got divorced, got a big divorce settlement, but come yeah, to find I out. Yeah, she had she had um she was cheating on her husband, was cheating on her husband with with her mother-in-law. That's right. That's, yes. that's the thing. That's my that's my good friend Dana. That's Dana friend. did um Oh, that's great. She was on our first um talk back for uh Lovecraft Country. Um oh. she's all yeah, Dana is amazing. She's also if you're a video gamer and you played Detroit being human on the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, she plays Rose, the mom who helps one of the characters that you're playing um make it safe make it safely to Canada. Trust me. Oh, that is Dana okay. Gorier, man. She is an amazing okay. actor and I'm, I'm happy for her. I like, I'm, I had to text her. I say, Hey man, Hey, you know, I'm making a Lauren Hawkins, uh, fan club. Right. And she's like, stop. <laughs> oh no. The t-shirts are being made. <laughs> you know, and the last thing I told her was Lauren Hawkins for president. Cause the way she played that character is just hilarious. Like her comedic timing was on point. She's a damn good actor. That, that first season. Yeah, like, you'll see her. You'll see her. And, and she she's awesome. So I just wanted to put that out there. I wanted to give my friend a shout out. I'm gonna send her a copy of the of the podcast and say, girl, listen, listen. At the one hour, 34 minute mark, just listen. <laughs> and she'll probably curse me out. So congratulations <laughs> to her congratulations look yeah. with everything said and done congratulations to the folks at p valley they do have a hit show on their hands That's um such a good show you know i can't tell you know patrick Ian polk and the rest of the folks who work on there how to be um how to act when someone says stuff like that but hey you handle it the way you saw fit um i respect that to deval deval gonna continue to be deval i He's respect him DeVal. for who he is and he ain't yeah, he's not going to change for nobody. So it is what it is. We are at an impasse, but at least we had some shit to talk about. So <laughs> speaking of, well, I can't even segue from impasse, but what I will say is protect that ass is to one <laughs> Mr. R. Kelly. Because Robert Kelly. Robert, I think it's Robert Sylvester Kelly. I don't remember. I don't remember your middle I, name. Piper but let me tell you R&B. something. Let me say this. Prison years ain't nothing but a number. And my goodness, mm. did you get a number of prison years? Yeah. Holy crap. R. Kelly, How old is ladies Robert? And He's in his 40s? No, girl, Robert is, is uh, 54, 55. 
Oh, he gonna he's be 55 age when he gets out. Ooh. Yep. Um, excuse me, y'all. Robert Kelly, the man who told y'all he gave y'all 30 years of his life <laughs> in this entertainment when he was going off on one Gail King, is now gonna have to give 30 extra 30 more, more. <laughs> to the prison justice system. <laughs> because whoo man 30 years given to the M- to the prison broke? industrial complex he yeah, didn't get somewhat, his money uh, I don't think he's getting any money anymore I think they they took all that did he sell his publishing like how did he not get um, money I don't know what he did I just know or this or is it just because nobody featuring him no, anymore people still, that- no no people still play his music radio stations still play R. Kelly music mm. I, I don't care what they say Spotify still has his music. I believe iTunes still have his music. As a matter of fact, I have an iPhone right here. I will let you know immediately. Mm. Or as the the um, poet laureate, the master of words, Mr. Clifford T.I. Harris would say. Immediately. Expeditiously. Immediately. Oh, expeditiously. And expeditiously, <laughs> I will let you know if R. Kelly. Oh, you know I'm bad off. I put R. Jelly. Ooh, because you will be getting it from the... <laughs> Oh, Mr. Kelly. But won't they keep him separate because he's a high profile? Um, that depends. That really, oh my goodness. Okay, so iTunes still got his music. There's uh, this single that was dropped in 2021 called No Problems. (laughs) Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, Last album to be dropped on. Yeah. The last album to be dropped by Mr. One R. Kelly is The Twelve Nights of Christmas. Well, I will say, R. Kelly, you now have 30 Christmases. Play, well, 30 Christmases and 12 play plus 12 play times two plus six. Cause you are getting 30 <laughs> years of play in prison. And my brother, don't drop that soap. Uh, you are a song. You are a songwriter. You better sing. You better sing for your supper and sing for your protection. No, I I don't know how crazy it's going to get for him, but he has been sentenced. Well, this is the thing now. He's been sentenced to thirty years in prison on Wednesday. Um, because he was convicted last year. So this this right. was the sentencing hearing. Sentencing right. hearing that happened on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was for federal racketeering. Now, sex trafficking charges. Um, now that's the big now that's the bad one. That's the yeah. one that I'm like, ooh, dude, I don't think you're gonna get parole. I don't think you're gonna get time served. You going no. to prison, bro. He's not coming. And out. he's 55 years old. If they yeah. are, if they are the assholes that they are for regular black folks, R. Kelly's right. not coming out, is not gonna see the light of day or freedom until he's 85 years old. Wow. 85. Think about Maybe that. Maybe he can say he's blind and get out a couple of years early, like Cosby tried to do. Well, he as a matter of fact, he is trying to sue um the uh the place where he is right now, where he's being held right now, because they put him on a 24 hour suicide watch after the sentence, oh. which also carries a burden of, he may have mental issues, Wow. which, you know, which I don't, I'm not saying he has mental issues, but in his mind, he's he like, definitely no, he does not. have mental issues, but he might not be suicidal. 
Right. So it's turning into, wait, y'all telling the people I'm crazy and I'm not crazy. Uh, Y'all thinking I'm going to kill myself and things like that. I know they are trying their hardest to um, appeal the ruling, appeal the Mm -hmm. sentence. So we will see where that goes. But my question is, Rhea, is 30 years too much? I don't see nothing wrong with a little 30 year (laughs) bid for everything that he did. (laughs) Namely to my cousin, Miss Aaliyah Houghton. And all the countless other young black women that he used and abused and trafficked and put in a cult and demeaned, made eat feces, made made (sighs) them have sex with each other, made them have sex with underage women so that they wouldn't tell on him. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Mm, Okay, well. Um, I agree. And now that he has been found guilty, all the allegations are now proven. Uh, so all them folks who say that, oh, they're just trying to keep a black man down. Uh, no, no, um, he did a good job of that himself. He did it on his own. Um, while I do agree on the Kendrick line, you know, what if R. Kelly did have help him? What if somebody would have helped him during his time of being sexually molested when as a he child. was abused yes when he was I abused do, you know i do believe that that begets what he did but to the but there's extent a point. that he did it yeah to the extent that he carried on after he was right. world famous and for the people who were around him if you knew yeah. he was doing them things they all knew. and if you're not you know if he's like oh i'm fine everything's good and you know it's wrong what does that say about you as a person? And I don't know if anybody else was brought up on charges that was in his camp. Uh, no, they just they nobody? rolled more on a as of as of now. It's really just on R. Kelly. It's just on him. It's just I don't on think him. that that's fair because I think there are still predators out there that should be even if it was like a jelaine maxwell where they were accomplices oh yeah because she uh, she i think she's up for she just uh, got 20 she got okay so she got 20 as an accomplice so she's i think she's in her 60s or something like that so she's not getting out she'll get around out the same age r kelly's getting out yeah (laughs) but she'll get out 10 years before him (laughs) you know um, yeah. Oh, because oh, she's got 20. She got 20, yeah. she'll get out early. I oh, mean, no, there is still she, speculation that she uh, might get out early because she wasn't convicted of sex trafficking. Right. She was convicted and, of uh, accomplice, too, or something. I don't know. She right. didn't get the, you see, the burden of it all. And I think when people heard sex trafficking with R. Kelly, they were like, oh, my goodness, he was selling the ch- the women, the young girls. No, it, that that's not what sex trafficking is altogether. Sex trafficking is literally just taking an underage person across bringing them lines. across state lines for sexual acts it doesn't have to be yeah. that you're selling said child or you pimping nope. said child it could be matt just gates, for you just matt gates matt gates did yeah that's you, you know somebody need to look at him he he looks like a, oh, like they're, they're an, looking ir- at him he looks like an irregular ken doll um he, he just don't look right that that ball just, uh, i don't know man maybe his face He's got shifted right. and know birthed? he used to he used to hang out and be in part of the like not part of the black student union but he used to always hang out with the people in the black student union when he was in college 
because okay. one of the um bloggers that i follow went to college uh-huh. with matt gates oh okay. and he's like the matt gates that is out now i don't even know who that person is he was so cool back in the day well he was cool back in the day because he ain't had no money you felt like all right you know but now you get a little that... taste of money and power you you will you will flip the script yeah that's true the flip old, the, the script get, shall be flipped into the good old boys yeah <laughs> exactly so you know um it's one of those things where with R. Kelly, you know, I was like, damn, 30 years. Okay. But then I thought about it and I said, after, you know, listening and reading and figuring all I'm like, damn, 30 years might be a little lenient, especially for all the things he's, he was accused and found guilty of mind. You. That's you true. Know. But isn't there a maximum to, yeah, some, yeah, there's a max. To? So he's got the yeah. maximum sentence, right? you know, yeah. um, the the thing also is, as usual, you're going to have your folks who will give their opinions and they were like, yeah, see, they 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 taking another black man from us, a good black man and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, did y'all not hear them girls talk about stuff he did to him? Oh, they was see, trying this, to get money. They me. was trying to get money. Well, this trial wasn't a civil trial. It wasn't, this was, was a criminal say, wasn't a trial. trial. One hundred percent didn't flip on him at first. Yeah, they didn't. Flip it on took him a while until, for them to say something. Yeah, they were still that brainwashed, and and thinking that he was going to come past this, he was going to come through this with flying colors. That they still thought they had to kind of still be on his his side. So, you know, you it's there's a lot that goes into someone unlearning it's like being a part of a cult and you have to kind of you know decompress from it and be be unbrainwashed right. yeah it was and almost it like a while and they these have were to still be young girls they yeah. were still very young when they were talking about this stuff i think so one of the like, oldest one of the oldest girls is now maybe 35 if that yeah. 35 36 well, the thing about him the thing about him when you watch surviving r kelly is that he had a mix of young underage girls and mm-hmm. appropriately aged women. Right. So there was still a girl who she was still in her twenties, early twenties. Uh-huh. She had been with him since she was 16. Did her parents let her go at first? Yeah, they did because they had stars in their eyes and didn't realize what was going on. And you see, that's another thing. Cause there are folks like, oh, okay, but if we're going for R Kelly. Why not get them parents? Cause they knew R Kelly was doing this and doing that. And I'm like, I don't know. I can't say I'm not the judge. I'm not the prosecutor. They went after R. Kelly. I, the main focus you know, was Kelly. So bye, I bro. hate to judge those parents, but they they do hold some responsibility. But they yeah, hold they put the their same children responsibility in. that he does. Same thing with Aaliyah's parents. Right. She they they had to sign off on that marriage. Your cousins got to take that hit. But we're that's inbred, family. so that's you know sometimes we get a little confused. Well, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> I'm quiet on that. But the same thing happened with Michael Jackson. You know, I remember the late great Paul Mooney said it. Everybody should have been in that court on that bench should have been um, on in that defendant's chair, sitting on the defendant's side with Mike, the maid, Mm -hmm. the butler, Mm -hmm. like he said, the zookeeper, Bubbles, uh, Bubbles (laughs) trainer, Bubbles. (laughs) Everybody should you know, have Bubbles been. Is, Bubbles is still alive. Oh damn! I, isn't that Bubbles number two or three? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I think the guy? original. Yeah, I think the original Bubbles oh. passed away, and then he got another one. I, now I could be wrong, you know, but 
Um, no, oh. Paul Mooney said all of y'all, the parents yeah. of these children. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, when he called that hell, the mother, the bastard that brought the Pepsi Cola, they should have <laughs> been in. The, they should have been in there. You know, because <laughs> yeah, I was in that. I was on that boat too. Mike didn't touch them kids. If right. they did, then why? You know why? Why aren't every? Why aren't all the folks who worked at Neverland? Why are they not testifying? And then you got to say, okay, well, it's their job. You right. know, they don't want to lose their job. Maybe it was a great paying job. Maybe it had great oh, benefits. Sure Who was. knows? You know, they but still. Michael. And you know the funny thing? Mike had to let go of Neverland. And you still ain't heard them people mm-hmm. talk. Right. You never heard any of the people that work at Neverland go, girl, let me tell you how Mike fiddled them children. None of that. Right. Nobody. You know, so... Sometimes you got to look and say, eh, well, all right, it, the lines are blurred. It's a little it's a little blurry. I can't sharpen and focus it. But, you know, it is what it is. But with R. Kelly, it's like Bill Cosby. It's like um, was that 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 sicko bastard? Um, oh, Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. You have over once you go over two women. Right. You got to start. Oh, it's it's game. You know, well, and what about even the if, NFL player that oh Deshaun Watson, case. yeah. Look, that's still in the, the alleged phase, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's 20 women who've already come up and say, "Yo, that son of a bitch did something to me." Um, mm-hmm. I think some of them got not say thrown out, but they were handled. You know. Um, but I believe there's still four active cases on him. Oh my god! And this man just signed a two hundred and thirty million dollar deal with the Cleveland Browns. And the biggest thing that threw me off is that the lawyer who's representing most of the women they they put the the Houston Texans in that lawsuit mm. in the thing. You know, they're like, ah, you a part of this too. And right. my thing is, is how is the organization a part of the situation? of his actions i can understand isn't there a code of conduct though that he's violating oh well yeah there's a code the nfl got a code of conduct but that that shit is about as weak as a wet toilet paper you know (laughs) that that don't make no sense you you could you could beat your wife you could the only thing they don't like is drugs Mm. they don't like drugs they don't like drugs and they don't like colin kaepernick those are the only two things those that are could really hard no's. those are the two hard no's you know i don't do drugs and i damn sure don't do political action you know political yeah. justice and all of that um or social justice get that out of here but you beating your wife oh that's fine take that same yeah, energy okay. and put it on the field Put it on the um, field. wow you know ray caruth was a different story he killed his wife <laughs> you know but it, it it's it's very strange that Look at Big Ben Roethlisberger. Remember, they had a woman who said, hey, I was sexually assaulted by this big six foot six son of a bitch. Mm. And they just swept it under the rug. Right. They literally swept it under the rug. Like, okay, okay, well, don't do it, Ben. Now go out there and win a Super Bowl. I think it was Mm. just before you won the Super Bowl or right after the allegation came out. So... You know, like I said last episode, guns will always be protected, but when it comes to you women, fuck y'all. Yep. It is what it is. You know, and it's sad. Um, but to R. Kelly, oof. 
Dan, don't drop the soap. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't even know what to positive. tell him. I hope he turns it into a positive. I hope he he gets some education because you know he's he's basically illiterate i hope he learns for his own personal growth i hope he is treated similarly to the way he treated women um i'm not saying i want anybody to be sexually assaulted in any way i'm not saying that but maybe just the respect maybe he doesn't get the respect he thinks he should get um true i think that's that would be him paying for his crime and and doing doing the all the time and grandpa kelly coming out in 30 years if he makes it maybe a better person true or he might just make another trapped in the closet volume 432 yeah (laughs) 30 years living loving all this don't know looking at me i'm looking at the bailiff There's a midget, a midget in the closet, but that's not a closet. I think it's a toilet, and it was a crossdresser. I, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows will come? Who knows what will come through this? Uh, come from it? Um, I, I, I kind of hope. No, I don't kind of hope. I hope the women who were affected will find closure, can find peace. Yeah. Um, Tar Kelly, hopefully, you know, like Rhea, like Rhea says, I hope it's a learning uh, moment for you. Hopefully you will find the help that you so desperately needed. Um, maybe make amends too. Maybe, that, maybe look within yourself and, yeah. and make amends for what you've done and, and, you know, try to put out some positivity because we'll definitely listen to what he has to say because it's, he's still a person. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's R. Kelly. Person. Right right so but in 30 years who knows yeah Yeah. i mean who knows what will come from it you know but hopefully good things will and my fingers are crossed you know my fingers are crossed because he is he was definitely a great talent um i kind of stopped listening to him after 12 play i just went all right bro you're saying the same shit over and over again (laughs) once he started telling women you know their body reminded him of a jeep i was like all right i'm done (laughs) i am truly truly done with you bro so you know best of luck uh like i said they're gonna try to appeal the sentence (laughs) let's see how that goes um even if he serves 15 years he's going to be 70 years old Mm. 70 so still have time to be a dirty old man i say he stays in the whole 30 i hope so yeah well but we'll see we will see what happens uh and when it does we here at talking shit will talk shit about it (laughs) (laughs) so ladies and gentlemen uh that is it that is all uh before we go i wanted to do a quick correction uh last episode when we were talking about the um abortion situation and women being out of the workplace i said four million dollars would be lost if you know women are out of the workplace especially on maternity leave i was supposed to say 400 million plus was Mm. supposed to be so 400 million plus i was off by shy of a lot of a million so sorry about that um and also i know i said i blame folks who are complacent and didn't vote uh i i kind of still blame y'all but at the same time i will say this 
pay attention to what's going on out there. Please uh, see what's coming. You, you have the foresight. I believe everybody has some kind of smarts in their life. Hopefully you guys use it when it comes to the elections that's coming. Vote local, vote national, but definitely get off your ass and go vote. And after you vote, be vocal. Constantly be vocal. Put these folks on, you know, put their asses to the fire and make them work. That is that is it. That is all. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for listening. Y'all were wonderful. Love to hear from y'all. Don't forget, send us the emails. We want to hear from y'all. Talkingishpod at gmail.com. That is talkingishpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at talkingish underscore pod. That's talkingish underscore pod. Woo! Yay! All right. That is it. That is all. So, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first episode, thank you for listening. For those who are constant listeners, hey, y'all, I'm sending so much love and thank yous to y'all for listening. Um, Y'all make the show work. This is why I do it. It's also therapy for me. And I get to hang out with people like Rhea, who I love. She's awesome. Yay! So, Rhea, any last words before we go? Gavin Newsom 2024. You made me drop a bowl. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? He's giving reparations. He's getting people their 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 land, their birthright back. And now oh. he's giving out gas relief money. Girl, I want, keep talking. I want a T- president keep like that. I want it. I, I'm tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the gas is still under five bucks in Florida, but it's yeah, still, still too much. It's 424 here in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. That Ooh, shit gonna it's jump. Mo- it's like 450 here. Oh, 49 it, point something. The highest I saw here was 489. But Ooh. that was for premium. Um, wow. When I went to Vegas, shit. When I saw Ooh. 5 and $6, I was like, y'all could keep that shit. Yeah. I will walk the rest it's of my bad days. It's bad out here. It's bad. It, it's, it is. Everything is too high. It's I hard out here for a sim. Come in. If we can get reparations <laughs> if if Gavin Newsom comes into office, I think. Nah, I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, he's uh-huh. cool, but it ain't gonna happen. Not in this day and time. Maybe, maybe the next generation might get a check for about seven ninety five, but uh, <laughs> not us. I just want a thousand dollars a week. That's all I want. <laughs> I could look. Give me a thousand dollars a week. I'll have all my bills paid. I'd Thank still you. say that's all I want. I'd still say fuck them student loans, but I would definitely get them paid. Oh, but... he would get rid of our student loans. Okay, would... well let's let's put him in office that and let's see if thing. it happens. And also, yeah. uh, Gary Chambers, Louisiana, get yes. that get Foghorn Leghorn out of the Senate, and y'all know who I'm talking about, old John Kennedy. Get Even that though... tiny tooth bastard out of the Senate and put Gary Chambers in. Please. Even though I'm she's gonna, that's a, police, a police officer, I'm voting for Val Demings um, for Senate in Florida. Awesome. So, Val Demings, if you're in Florida, how's she a police? Was she a um, prosecuting she was a police, attorney? Chief of police in Orlando or something like that. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. She seems really yeah. cool, though. Yeah, she seems what? way better than what we have now. Marco Rubio. Ooh, Is that who oh, we have? That, I don't even know. Yeah, y'all have Rubio and um oh damn, I forgot and, who. Uh, what's his name? The governor. Oh, uh Rick Scott. Rick y'all Scott. Have, um, yeah, Voldemort. Y'all have Rick Scott. 
<laughs> he who shall not be named. <laughs> That's right. That's why I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> He was, he was kind of a cool governor, but you know, it is what it is. No, he's weird looking. I, don't, I didn't try. I got you. Well, a lot of folks are yelling DeSantis for 2024, and Ugh. I am not voting for that uh, sanitary napkin. I will be so... in Mexico <laughs> with my new niece. I have a new niece that got born in Mexico, too. Oh, well, congratulations. So. Hi, niece. Congratulations to the family. Enjoy that bundle because you know, if you were in America, you had no choice but to keep that bundle. So, mm. and pay they, up they, they for, I think they paid 20 bucks for her birth or something like that. Something crazy. Okay. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for listening. And um, as usual, I will tell y'all before we end this, make sure that your mind is focused, your spirit is calm, and your ass is thoroughly washed. Stay hydrated and M-Y-O-B. And if you don't know what that means, that means mind your own business. To quote the great, the late great MF Doom, you either mind, you either M-Y-O-B or you bring your own stretcher. Let that sink in. <laughs> because it's real out there in them streets. So until next time, everybody, stay good. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.